a lot of these these pastors um, because of that CEO thing they they assume ownership and yeah. and we and and this is a, a good lesson not only for talking about pastors but even for us there is a made there is a big difference between ownership and stewardship absolutely and a lot of people have forgotten what it's that night word. and day the right. difference between Major those two difference things. and people but people have forgotten what stewardship man, means so God is the owner he and Christ is the head of the church God owns everything that this church has uh, stewardship exactly right. we're just managing it that's right. it it's like my at my job Including I manage me. right I manage the firearms department but I do not own it Right. The ultimate goes owned by the owner of the store. Whenever that word steward is used, it reminds me of um, the third Lord of the Rings movie. Oh, yeah. Um, I think his name was Denethor or something like that, whatever. Um, he was the steward of Gondor, right? And um, he, he there was, there was like an actual... <laughs> oh, stop, man. You're so much more of a nerd than I am. Yeah. Okay, anyway, there's an actual shot of him in a throne room where he has a smaller throne right next to the king's throne, right? A smaller throne symbolizing that he's not actually in control of the kingdom he's just sort of running it while the king's not there but then there was a scene in which he says he knowingly that um aragorn is the the rightful king of gondor says i am not going to recognize him as king and this is sort of <laughs> the <laughs> i'm getting somewhere with it all right allow my nerdiness to play out all right <laughs> the point is that it's often the case for stewards that they consider themselves to be in a higher place of authority than the person who actually is. Mm -hmm. They naturally get like that because they have whatever that is that they're being a steward over. They believe that they own that thing after a while. Mm -hmm. And that was beautifully illustrated in that movie that apparently I'm the only one who saw. Yeah, I've never seen the movie, but uh, but you're exactly right. No, I've seen the movie, but I never thought someone would, you know, so wonderfully illustrate it for us. And I can tell you, you know, (laughs) some of the temptations. Every pastor is tempted in some way or another financially. Right. It is so easy to take advantage of a, of a ministry's funds. It is so absolutely easy. And we have layers and layers and layers of accountability here in our church. But if I was a bad guy, I could do it. There are loopholes. There are ways to excuse it. There are ways to... Um, uh, you know, to do it and explain it away. Uh, for example, if, um, you know, I've been having a, a few health issues here and there. So let's just say if if I justified in my mind saying, well, this church needs a pastor. This church needs me to be healthy. So that justifies me using the church's money to get a gym membership. Mm. Or that justifies me using the church's money to, um, you know, to, to pay for X, Y, or Z. Uh, this happens all the time. You know, I, I've seen pastors who have used church money to make vehicle repairs. I've seen them use church money to, um, you know, and here's what they say. If I don't have a car, I can't make it to church. If I can't make it to church, I can't be their pastor. And so I've seen those types of things happen on many, many, many occasions. And i got to tell you, I, mean, I just came out of a battle. I mean, a, a long and detailed battle um, about a pastor who was uh, – you know, basically borrowing money from congreg- from people in the congregation, a pastor who was basically, uh, um, you know, t- uh, taking money and lying about what he was doing with it. And uh, that is unjust. But the way that gets justified in a pastor's mind is they say, you know, if I can't, uh, if I can't be in that pulpit Sunday after Sunday after Sunday and be dressed 
appropriately. So that means the church has to buy my clothes if I don't have the money. If I can't, uh, if I can't transport myself there appropriately, that means I ought to have a, a nice car. If I can't do, and so they start laying out all of these expenses and saying these are the church's responsibility. Now, if the church decides that that's their responsibility, we're talking about a different scenario altogether. Right. And yeah. I was actually, but if that pastor is making those decisions on his own about doing that, that would be why he would be hesitant to give a full financial disclosure because he knows that there are things that he's been doing with the church's money that are unjust. 